is Let Your Voice Be Heard right here on WHCR 90.3 FM, the voice of Harlem. Watching hey. Deborah. What's up? Kenroy, Catherine. Hi, guys. Happy to see you. My name is Stanley Fritz, and I'm here with two other people who I'm not going to tell you who they are, so I will tell you all about myself. I am Rich. the co-host and engineer of the show, and you can find me on Twitter at, oh, wait, I was going to say Dark Swim's Window, <laughs> at Stan Fritz. Because it's can, 2014. Yes, right? You can know. That's I why wish, I changed it. I wish oh, it was man. 2014 again. That's when I was still saying ridiculously dumb things on Twitter. Now I'm just saying dumb things. Yeah, yeah just, just normal just, dumb things. Yeah. You can find me on Instagram at Stan Fritz. You can find me on Snapchat at Dark Skin's Window, where I actually did use Snapchat at a Mets game on Tuesday, and I had a whole bunch of people message me like, yo, who's that white girl? What? Like <laughs> <laughs> thing. Yeah, I, I, I saw that too, and I was like, who is that chick? Oh, I'll tell you more later. <laughs> well, who are you? Who, yeah, um, right? I, I was going to say, and who are you? <laughs> I'm Alyssa Fuchs, um, and I am still with Broken Arm. Yeah, and, with uh, a real cast. <laughs> with a real cast. Check that out. No, nothing written on it, unfortunately. I would have liked to have written F Trump across it, but I was Can told, we sign it? I was told that's not court appropriate. So, uh, you know, whatever. that's really the problem. I don't know. Maybe I'll have you sign the underneath part because I feel like it. Oh, underneath um, part. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. Um, but you can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash Alyssa Fuchs. That's I-L-Y-S-S-A-F-U-C-H-S. Or on uh, Instagram, Alyssa.Fuchs. Or Twitter, at Alyssa Fuchs. You know, just kind of keeping with the same theme. Yeah. Um, you know, nice. Of your name. <laughs> I say legal things and stuff. Cool. Um, and I'm Jackie Cohen, and I was definitely on time for this radio oh, show. Really? Jackie, this Jackie, hashtag on time Cohen. <laughs> Jackie on time Cohen. Um, and you can follow me on Twitter at Jackie Cohen, and I spelled that J A Q I C O H E N. It's nice to be back. Yay. I mean, happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. Wait, you were here last week, weren't you? Yeah. And I was here last week, too. I'm just saying, it's nice to be here and not, you know, in the no, world no, dealing no. with BS, I guess. Yeah, the BS. It feels like I've been gone for weeks, but I've been here the last two weeks. It, I was going to say, like, this past week feels like it's been a month to me, so yeah. it's, it's you know, nice to be grounded and back in the studio. Yeah, honestly. But, like, what are we talking about today, guys? We have a big show, don't we? We yeah. do. So um, we're talking yeah. about the the baby blimp, right? Yes, exactly. That's yeah. our whole show whole is dedicated show. to the Trump UK baby protests. Uh, was that in the UK? The baby yeah. Bl- yeah, it was in London. He said their protests of Trump go were go better London. than ours. You know, I'm not going to go to London because they don't like me there. Yeah, okay. They don't like you anywhere. Trump. Yeah, right. I but mean, that's not true. They like him in like Kentucky. But that's not London, though. <laughs> <laughs> is that, wait, is Kentucky and London, too? No, 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 oh. no, no. Unless, like, that's a new Bowling Green Massacre thing yeah, or right. something. Oh, that <laughs> is not good. Kofifi. But, <laughs> yeah, but guys, we do have a great show for you today. We are going to be talking about whether America is losing its place as a superpower and a world leader. And why are we asking that question? Well... Because Trump is going ridiculous and beefing with everyone in NATO. He criticized the prime minister of England, and he's saying he wants to have a meeting with, Trump, with Vladimir Putin, which is actually happening today. Oh, yeah. So we're going to ask the question, is America losing its power? And yeah. So what does that mean for us? And we should talk about why NATO exists in the first place and sort of how ironic it is that you know Trump is threatening sort of NATO's existence by hanging out with Russia. I mean, look, it, it also raises another secondary question, which is like, should be we should we be a superpower? Do we still need to be a superpower? Like people have this. <laughs> Does I- anybody want right? I mean, people in- have this idea of like America is number one, right? And I yeah. think that was really explored at length in that opening monologue in that show, The Newsroom, which I love. It's one yeah. of my favorite monologues ever done. Which is like, we're not number one, um, and like, do we even need to be anymore? 
I mean, I guess that's a good question. Yeah, we'll get into it. We'll we'll save some of this rumination for later on in the show. But before then, we are going to be talking about Trump's Supreme Court pick and what it means for you as a woman. Jackie, you can't do a damn thing because I said so. Cool. Kavanaugh. Uh, What what it means for you as a a gay. Yes. Potentially a black, actually. A gay, but particularly if you're a... If you're queer, LGBTQIA. Or what it means to be a citizen of this country with a president who is clearly um, problematic. And, you know, now we have a a proposed Supreme Court justice who doesn't believe in taking down our our president, you know, or, or even questioning him until after he's out of office. So that's a little scary. Right. Which is an interesting change of heart from when Bill Clinton was president. But yeah. We're going to get into all that and more after we take this quick break. Yeah. And if you're not excited about all those things we mentioned, we also have some more exciting things to talk about. Chicago PD shot someone in the back. So, yeah, we get to talk about Surprise. that. Surprise. And then they fought the protesters. Great. Yeah, so, you know, just another day. This is America. Yeah. Right. Just another day. And this that's is That's what America. I'm saying when I said this past week felt like a month lived i feel like more and more that that seems to be the case we come in here on sunday and there's a lot going i need on. a cocktail guys yeah well you know i can tell you i'm sorry that's about it we're going on a break guys bye jackie she's not much to talk about look at you with your hobo chic can i talk yeah about okay santa claus <laughs> negro claus <laughs> Oh, you said man. it, not us. That's right. Don't you ever say it, my white devil princess. We are back on Let Your Voice Be Heard on 90.3 FM WHCR, The Voice of Harlem. I'm sorry, Jackie. That was me. <laughs> you know what? I know you have nothing about love for me. You got to just make things up. It's my fault because I look homeless, so I'm acting like one of those mean, like, You look great. Couch. You look like you've been working really hard. Yeah. That, That's... No one believes that. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you guys, have been. But guys, you know, we are back. I <laughs> took a quick break. Um, and listen, it's been an interesting week. I haven't had a haircut since the wedding. And every time I've tried to go to the haircut, I've got called into an 8 a.m. meeting because that's what happens when it's election season. So, yeah, Marilyn told me if I don't get a haircut, she's not going to cuddle with me until I do. But she's I know she's, leaving she's, you. She's, she's lying. I she, don't blame her. Yeah, she, she, I she, don't blame her. <laughs> she likes the cuddles. But anyways, guys, uh-huh. we are back. And this is the news roundup of Let Your Voice Be Heard. And it's when we talk about things that make us laugh, cry, curse, Flip a table or just say mean things to our enemies, friends. Yeah. So we're going to start off on the Supreme Court, I like to believe, because Donald Trump picked a guy named Brian Kavanaugh to become the new Supreme Court justice. And Brian Kavanaugh is your run-of-the-mill conservative person who is possibly racist and definitely doesn't think that women should have a right to choose what they do with their bodies and also thinks that God's law is more important than the Constitution, except for when you're trying to talk about being nice to people who are less off than you and things like that. And a lot of people are worried. What do you guys think? I'm worried. Yeah. Um, here's what I think. I mean, look, we, we could have expected that he was going to pick somebody conservative. Elections have consequences. If you were not aware, now you are. There was a bunch of people that he could have picked. Um, it was petty, but hey, it had to be said. And, um, there was a bunch of people he could have picked, all of whom were pretty conservative. But this person is actually in some ways the most problematic for him because he has the largest record. And by that, I mean, he's written the most amount of legal opinions compared to the other people Trump could have picked. So that gives Democrats uh, and some Republicans a lot of fodder and a lot of fuel to be able to go read all those decisions and ask him specific questions about, you know, those decisions and where he would come out uh, in future cases. I mean, judges, especially those who are interviewing for the highest judgeship in the land, are 
often will not answer hypotheticals about how they will or will not decide. But, right. But he's know. already put it all out there. Exactly. So it's kind of um, hard to, to rebuke. And, you know, I think what I mentioned at the top of the show that concerns me the most is that he's someone who, you know, when Bill Clinton was under investigation, he very aggressively went after Bill Clinton and really um, helped bring up, you know, in part the impeachment trial. Um, but since then, he has, you know, he had a lot of experience working for George W. Bush. And then um, after that experience has come out very strongly written about this and said, you know, I don't think a sitting president should be investigated. You know, their job is um, uh, unique to any other job in, in the public sector mm-hmm. and they really shouldn't be interrogated or investigated and even said, you know, maybe I shouldn't have gone after Bill Clinton. Maybe things could have been done to prevent future attacks had he not been so consumed with the Monica Lewinsky stuff. And so he has been very much on record. Like Alyssa said, he's put it all out there. Um, and certainly in this case, he's put it out there and said, you know, I would not want to go after a sitting president, leave it for after his presidency. So that's a big problem for us as citizens with a potentially, you know, corrupt leader um, leading this country who won't face any sort of um, judgment until after his his term. Right. I mean, look, and his record on women's rights and LGBT rights is not good either. Um, And, you know, there should be something to be said before we move on about the fact that upending Roe versus Wade, upending Oberfell versus Hodges, upending the jurisprudence on um, women's right to choose and, you know, the right to same-sex marriage doesn't necessarily just upend those issues. I mean, these court cases are about fundamental liberty. Um, in the in Roe versus Wade and in Planned Parenthood versus Casey, the issue is whether or not the, a person has the liberty to make decisions for themselves about when life begins up until a certain point. You know, the decisions in the gay marriage cases are about liberty. And so it's it's bigger than just these issues. Like it, it goes to the heart of civil liberties in general mm-hmm. um, and it can affect lots and lots of other potential cases that could arise to the Supreme Court. So it's a big deal. And we'll see if Democrats have the ability to block the nomination. But that's going to be difficult because of senatorial procedural changes that were made. So do you think that he's going to get through confirmation? Yes. Because Susan Collins said that she would not support someone who like supports um, repealing Roe versus Wade. And there seems to be some some information out there that points to him wanting to repeal Roe versus Wade. So wouldn't that stop her from voting from him? Sure, but I don't I think that at the end of the day Republicans have shown that they're not willing to go up against Trump and that they're just going to get in line and do what he wants. And so why would they push back here? And you know, I think I I hope that Democrats put up a good fight um and but I, I don't think that at the end of the day, they're not going to get this. And there. like not for nothing, Susan Collins said that she wasn't going to support other things in the past that she ended up voting for. Right. Like so exactly. So, you know, miss me with that, as the yeah. uh, the kids say these days. <laughs> the um, anyways, moving on. Um, uh, so the U.S. government is reopening the Emmett Till murder case. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Aren't they all Which dead, is, the people that killed him? Uh, yes, but... And the, didn't the woman who... The woman is still alive. And, she is? But didn't she already... So she already... I didn't know that. I thought that the she The woman was, who gave the false information to the men who ended up killing Emmett Till uh-huh. is still alive. Oh, and so chair. she claimed that he whistled at her, right? Give her you the electric chair. Or well, whether I mean, let's give did. her due process first. No, did Emmett Till get due process? So wait, so explain yeah. to me why, why now? Stanley? I, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe the Trump administration wants to get some black votes. I, like, I don't know. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Um, uh, 
You know, I don't know. And it's the Justice Department? That's yeah. really interesting. I don't know. Jeff Sessions has to make it look like he's not racist or something yeah, along right. those lines. Well, Jeff Sessions probably helped him kill him for <laughs> Allegedly. In all of his fantasies. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, so they reopened this case. I'm, I'm not really sure why. If the woman's alive, give it a chair and let's be done with it. I think that's a fair you know, um, decision to put against someone who had a young boy killed because racism. What do you guys think? I mean, I think that this is a case. I, I, I hope that there is justice brought. I mean, it's, you know, yeah. it's kind of too little, too late at this point if his whole family is gone and they yeah. don't get to experience that justice being brought. But, yeah. I mean, better than nothing. Look, I mean, I can't agree with, like, just give her the chair just yeah. on a fundamental level where I stand on the death penalty and due process. But, yeah. like, I can also understand, like, why you say that and why you would have that kind of um, – you know, feeling towards it. Yeah. Um, like, I get that. That's like the emotional, visceral reaction to the fact that, like, Emmett Till would have been younger than Morgan Freeman right now. I think yeah. a lot of people don't realize wow. just how recent in history this is. And well, the fact that a, a young black man had his life taken away from him for absolutely no reason. Somebody who very much would have presumably had a successful life and been involved in the civil rights movement and you know who knows what um emmett till would have accomplished well, morgan freeman is 376 years old so that's not really saying much Alyssa. <laughs> jesse robinson who's watching on facebook live says sessions to give justice to eric gardner i mean there are so many mm. cases in recent history that True. have sort of gone unresolved and i think that's really important to remember too so maybe this is a step towards that yeah. in the future I, don't, I hope well Jesse also says Kavanaugh is a frightening choice he might try to overturn Plessy versus Ferguson Kavanaugh does also not oh, care boy. about women's rights and LGBT rights he will get confirmed because Republicans will cave into Trump and I think Jesse's right about that I thank you so much for your comment can I talk about some white nonsense always so I've been out of the loop why are you asking <laughs> you mean like true. the pool party things no 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 I've been out of the loop for the last couple of weeks because I've been traveling a lot for work but I did see one thing that really pissed me off. Kylie Jenner is a mogul, a self-made <laughs> mogul. Are you kidding me? I mean, and like, do you know people are there? It started as a joke. There's like a GoFundMe, like help make Kylie Jenner a billionaire, and people are literally donating money to make like this <laughs> is your like, face right now. <laughs> Welcome to Costco. We love you. Welcome to Costco. We love you. It's like Brondo. It's got electrolytes. It's like what world are we living in? People are giving their own broke dollars to Kylie Jenner. Guys, if you want to donate money, donate money to races. They're the people who are down at the border helping free the migrant kids. Don't give There's money to Kylie Jenner. There's a million. No, don't listen to them. Donate money to me. <laughs> Facebook Live. Let's Patreon. make Stanley a billionaire. You know what? We should start Just own. make me a hundredaire. You know, listen, let's start. I think after the show, we'll put it on the put it on the site. We're going to start a GoFundMe. Yes. Let's make Stanley Fritz a hundredaire. Or like donate money to let your voice be heard radio. No, and join no. Our no, 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 no. If, no. if Kylie gets to be a GoFundMe billionaire, there's no reason Stanley Fritz does Can't not. Can't pay that cell phone bill let's on time. Let's pay off that cell phone bill. Let's pay yeah. those student loans. Let's yeah. let's make this happen, Facebook Live. I mean, we're still paying off Jackie's wedding trip. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let's pay off my wedding. Let's, let's yeah. do this. We're going to make Stanley. Stanley, a thousandaire. Patreon.com slash Stan Fritz. Give me your money. <laughs> Kylie Jenner is a is a is a young woman who is known <laughs> for getting surgery. Who's rich? Yes. She was born on third base. How are you born on third base and then you trip into home and you're like, wow, she had a grand slam. No, she didn't. And then she got a bunch of surgery so she can look like a black woman or at best, you know, like a, a Hispanic woman. And then now she's getting money. 
by giving people like this literally it's like a top for a, a bottle so you can put it on your lips to make them look fuller yeah that's what she's making money off of okay Yo, so why why, why do we anything why do we fund you what what yes. are we <laughs> here's why pitch. you're funding me because i want to pay my rent on time and i also want to put my cell phone bill on time and I like to write sometimes. I don't get paid for it. Give me your money. The more money you give, the more money I have. You see? <laughs> PayPal.com <laughs> slash Fritz86. Give me your money, yes. beloveds. So, guys, while we're, uh, you know, while you're giving Stanley money, I just want to bring up some of the things that are trending on Twitter right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the number one trend on Twitter at the moment is the Sasha Baracone thing that is coming out tonight. I'm so um, looking forward. <laughs> which we are, Stanley and I watched a little clip of this morning, and it's hilarious. Oh, I'm going to find um, that. We're going to talk about I that in a second. It yet. The World Cup final, France and Croatia are facing off this morning. That is going on now. No uh, outcome yet. Goal. Um, today is National Ice Cream Day. Yeah. Um, it is also Sunday morning, so we're tweeting under hashtag Sunday morning also. And my favorite one that I am seeing today is give a man advice in five words. <laughs> so, Ooh, interesting. <laughs> and does anybody um, anybody want to talk about any of those topics? You want to jump into the Sasha Baron I want to. So the best thing about the I, I saw a great tweet that kind of summed it up. That was like all of these like right wing, right wing. <laughs> I'm going to butcher it, but all these right wing conservative politicians are coming out with these like public statements that are like Sasha Baron Cohen dressed up as an Italian race car driver to get me to say what I thought about the Jews. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like that's like that I would have said anyway. Yeah, right. So basically, all. Of these right-wing politicians Sarah Palin Roy Moore um, now Joe Arpaio like there's all these Joe Walsh right there are all these people on the right who are coming out came out this past week with statements sort of admonishing Sasha Baron Cohen without really getting into the details of what happened but said you know like he were going after him and boycott Showtime and you know what he did was awful and it just makes me so excited for this show because it's like what did you say to Sasha Baron Cohen first of all how in 2018 did you get duped by Sasha Baron Cohen? That's Seriously. amazing. <laughs> but what did you say to him or what did you do that is so bad that a week before the show is uh, debuts, you're coming out with these big public statements? So Stanley and I watched a clip this morning where he gets them to say the um, that. Is, uh, it, is it appropriate for? Yes, uh, OK. Yeah, we, we have a little clip for you of this. Here we go. Television that I support in four year olds with firearms. Is that what you're asking me? Uh, yes. You can do Typically, you members do. of Congress don't just hear a story about a program and then indicate whether they support it or not. I support the kindergarten program. We in America would be wise to implement it, too. It's something that we should think about in America, about putting guns in the hands of law-abiding citizens, good guys, whether they be teachers or whether they actually be uh, talented children or highly trained preschoolers. Maybe having... They young people trained and understand how to defend them. You're not imagining this. This <laughs> is highly trained preschoolers. Three year olds. Holy crap. I will post the link in the Facebook oh live. Oh my god. So guys, in case you were wondering, real. Republicans support giving three year olds weapons because I don't know, that's totally a good idea. You guys think this is a good idea? I wish I had Because like time. when <laughs> I was three years old, I couldn't even have like a bicycle yet. I don't even think I got one of those until I was four years old. Yeah. Your parents aren't American, that's why. So, you know, but let's totally give uh, an Uzi to a <laughs> three year old. America! Little, little Uzi, right? <laughs> 
So, in some bad news, there was a shooting in, um, stand, that was a really bad segue. But anyways, in some bad news, there was a shooting in Chicago. Chicago police officers shot a black man in the back. They said that he was acting as if he was going to be aggressive and then was, and then, um. Which is why he was shot in the back. Yeah. Presumably running away, yeah, exactly. right? Exactly. You, you know, logic, very yeah. aggressive. And um, the cops shot him, and then people started to arrive at the, pl- the scene where he was shot at. The cop that shot him was a woman. They put her in a car and drove her off. Wow. Um, they put up barricades, and then at one point, Chicago PD got, I guess they just got bored and rushed the barricades and started attacking people and hitting people with billy clubs, and it turned into a violent scene. So this is America. Sounds like a good lawsuit. Yeah, man. <laughs> Sounds like a good lawsuit. Yeah, well, This is like, call me beloved. Yeah. Um, I no, I mean, unfortunately, this isn't like... A unique news story, right? This is something that we've heard time and time again. And I think it, in bringing it back around to Emma Till at the beginning of the segment, I think it's interesting to think about how, you know, we're we're hopeful that justice is brought for this this murder of this black child from decades ago. Yet to this day, there are young black men still being shot in the street, um, running away from law enforcement and justice continuously is not brought for these families so um something i think to be cognizant of that history repeats itself unfortunately it does a lot so guys we're going to go on a quick break when we come back we'll be talking about the main event america is kind of sucky right now and it might be getting worse we'll be back back on Let Your Voice Be Heard on 90.3 FM, WHCR, The Voice of Harlem. If you are just tuning in, this is Stanley Fritz. I'm here with Alyssa Fuchs and, of course, Jackie Cohen. Selena is not here because she was on another workcation. She came back from Essence Fest, and now she's going... Where is she, actually? I thought she's she at a family, family, reunion. family reunion. Oh, she's not even working. Oh, so Selena is spending time with her family instead of How being there in Harlem in a slightly warm studio with us. Selfish. We're your family, Selena. Your only family, <laughs> Selena. Your only family. If you're just tuning in, we finished the news roundup, and now we are switching gears to talk about the United States of America and how we might be losing our space as the superpower or the world power in the entire world. And if you want to call into this conversation and join, our number is 212-650-6903. And of course, on Facebook Live, we want your comments. Podcast, leave comments too. We always love to hear from Facebook.com you. Facebook.com slash Let Your Voice Be Heard Radio. Exactly. So now, for those of you who don't know, there was a NATO meeting that happened this week. And let me give you a very brief summary of some things that happened at the NATO summit. <laughs> so, within minutes of coming there, he blasted allies for not spending enough on defense, Trump calling did. them, yep, Donald Trump, calling them delinquent and even suggesting they double their commitments. He then repeatedly interrupted NATO Secretary General Jan Stoltenberg, at one point making Stoltenberg praise him. He <laughs> insulted Germany, calling it a captive to Russia because it imports energy from the country. Then he arrived 30 minutes late to a meeting on Russia aggression, skipped at least two scheduled meetings with world leaders, and threatened to go it alone if European allies didn't pay more, seeming to suggest he might pull the U.S. out of NATO. Things got so bad that Stoltenberg canceled Thursday's <laughs> afternoon meeting to call an emergency session to hear Trump's concerns out. Then after all that happened, he closed out the whole thing with a random press conference where he said everything went well and that he was a, uh, what is it, a great genius. Stable genius. A stable genius. <laughs> that is literally how the whole thing went. Trump has already had issues with world leaders. The, the last one he went to, I think we all saw that famous p- picture of Janet Merkel standing over him while all the other countries hover, and he has his arms crossed because he's being an I idiot. Janet Merkel. 
excuse me? Angela Merkel. Angela Merkel, pardon me. You see that? I don't remember names, beloved. <laughs> but anyways, so, and now this is like the next pickup of that. He's having a summit with Russia today, even though his own aide said, don't do that. Russia stole the election. And it's starting to make me wonder because Angela Merkel has already said we can no longer rely on the United States to be the leader for us. A lot of countries are no longer looking to the U.S. to find leadership. China is literally build, rebuilding the Silk Road. It was a pathway that cut through Asia to, from Asia to Africa to do trade so they don't have to go through America trading, which is going to be a major hit to the American economy. Are we done? Because <laughs> we're in trouble, guys. <laughs> are we done? Seriously. So, like, you know, I want to kind of jump, jump into this conversation, and I, and I hope people are really interested in being a part of it. The first question I have for you folks is, do you think the idea of Trump weakening our standing in, in the world is real? And if so, why? why yeah. Not? I mean, I already think that he has just by being becoming president. Um, who takes us seriously anymore? But I think... Um, you know, just to back up a little bit, if that's okay, I want to explain the importance of NATO and why it even came to be. No one asked you, Well, I'm going to do it anyway. Um, you know, NATO was formed as an alliance post-World War II with, with nations sort of coming together um, to combat sort of ideologically uh, the Soviet Union, right? Where the Soviet Union was becoming a threat and this was sort of at the beginning of the Cold War and a bunch of nations came together to say we will, you know, stand with one another. If we are ever attacked by the Soviet Union or others, we will come to the defense of one another. Um, and it was really a way for European nations and the United States to link arms with one another to immunize themselves from an attack um, from the Soviet Union or the Soviet bloc. And after the Soviet Union fell, many of... So the Soviet Union started its own uh, Warsaw Alliance, I think it was called, with um, you know Eastern European countries. And once the Soviet Union fell, um, many of the countries that were in this Warsaw Alliance came and joined NATO as a show of solidarity to say, you know, we are these smaller nations, we're a lot weaker, we need the support of the West, and so they came together. And so what I think is notable about this is that unlike the United States, many of these, so every member of NATO is sort of expected to pay um, a certain percentage, I think it's 2% of its GDP towards its military, its defense fund, right? Um, there's no like NATO military it's the combined forces of all the countries that are a part of the alliance and many of the countries that are members especially many of the smaller nations um some of the bigger ones too are not paying um up to that two percent of their gdp towards their defense budget right and so that's where a lot of the criticism from trump has come from but also from from previous presidents, Obama was upset about a lot of the same. Right. Thing. I mean, but the Obama didn't go about it in this exactly. way. Exactly. Where he started to insult our allies and basically compliment our exactly. our enemies. I mean, and that's, I think, what this is really about. And obviously not to repeat anything Jackie said, the whole post-World War II order was set up in a way to prevent the rise of fascism, to prevent the rise right. of another Hitler, to prevent the rise of another Mussolini, to say that if we all work together, then and we will not have an authoritarian leader come to power that wants to work against everything else. And so what you are really seeing now is not just disappointing, it is scary. Um, because this is exactly what 
President Putin, although president is really, I shouldn't even say that, dictator slash President Putin wants. Uh, because being able to realign the the Northern Alliance or the, not Northern Alliance, sorry, NATO, the yeah. North America Treaty Organization, um, essentially allows Russia to gain more power. And what does Russia want? At the end of the day, Russia really wants to take back some of those Eastern Bloc countries that Russia lost when the USSR collapsed. And the only reason why Russia has not been able to do that is because NATO prevents them from doing that so russia has already taken crimea this little part of ukraine right. and if the if nato collapses and um you know america loses its standing in the world sort of uh then essentially that empowers russia not only to become the number one world power and be able to tilt the axis of power in its direction but also allows russia to potentially take back all these other eastern Bloc countries and try and annex them to become part of russia jackie no i mean stanley did you have anything you want to yeah it's you know, it's such an egregious stance by the Trump administration to do what they're doing. And you would think that the Republicans would stand up to them, but they have actually not done that. And because of that, we have been losing a lot of credibility with our allies for a long time. And to the point that, you know, some folks just are just straight up will not deal with this anymore. But you know what? There's an argument that some people make that I want to bring up here now is that George Bush Jr., he also had some very just problematic relationships with world leaders to the point that at the end of his um, term as president, I remember he was at a summit where none of the leaders would even talk to him. So how was this any different from what George Bush was doing in the ways that he was quote unquote hurting or not hurting our relationships back then? I mean, I think that Trump is, (laughs) you know, although he says that he's a stable genius, he's Mm -hmm. so unstable that nobody knows really how he's going to act. And, you know, he, I don't uh, I don't know. And also, you know, under George Bush, I mean, NATO actually acted right after September 11th. Right. And so and and Trump seems to forget that. And he's, you know, telling all these nations, you know, you're not paying your fair share and you're not doing, you know, like why? What benefit is it for us to be a member of this alliance if nobody else is paying their fair share? And at the end of the day, it's like, well, all these nations came together when we were attacked to to come to our defense. And so you know, there's a huge benefit for us being in in this alliance. And also, like, just... That it's also the way in which you speak to people and not insulting other world leaders, right? So George B- W. Bush, his policies might have been awful. And we could talk, we could do a, a two-hour segment on how awful some of George Bush policies were. You know, there are there were multiple, multiple issues in terms of George Bush and, you know, our standing in the world with other things. But the difference was, as Jackie points out, George Bush for lack of a better way to put it, was stable. Um, You know, you had, to a certain extent, unlike Donald Trump, you know, and also would take the advice of uh, people who he would speak to, even if it was bad advice coming from Dick Cheney. Um, But two, he also knew how to deal with other world leaders in a way that you did not insult them. I mean, Trump shows up in Britain, and the first thing he starts to do is starts talking to a British tabloid magazine where he's basically um, saying that, like, Theresa May, who's the UK's uh, prime minister, is doing a bad job and you know that she told the people one thing and gets wades into the whole debate about brexit like that's not what you do you know like that's just not that's not a good look that he pretty much endorsed boris johnson too that was kind of weird was it weird is boris johnson just like british trump and so like they even look alike that's true well let me ask you a question because we had some people watching on the show so this is a question for um for like the the tinies of the world, Quinda Tiny PB's listening, Donnell's listening. How does this actually impact regular folks like us? America potentially losing power abroad. Well, I mean, look, 
<laughs> in a lot of ways, um, because, for example, well, number one, um, if for uh, if America was attacked, we could not rely on these allies to necessarily come to our defense. Um, number two, um, if Russia gets standing in the world and Russia takes back power and Russia starts to sort of annex all these other countries, America trades with these countries. America has resources that we get from these countries. Uh, if Russia was to annex some of these countries, then we might not be able to do business with them anymore. Um, and that could impact the cost of American goods, the way we're seeing that tariffs are affecting the price of American goods here. Um, those are just two examples that I can think of off the top of my head. Yeah. Um, and there are more, uh, but but, you know, in a worst case scenario, this could lead to World War Three, you know, yeah. and that's like the really far down the road. And, you know, I know Jackie probably has some thoughts on that as well before we go to a quick break. Yeah. So actually hold those thoughts, Jackie, sure. because I do want to talk about World War Three or 2.5. But after this quick break, this is Let Your Voice Be Heard. When I drink you, you just taste just like do say. I just take it with a D and add a P. What? We are back on Let Your Voice Be Heard on 90.3 FM WHCR, the voice of Harlem. If you are just tuning in, this is Stanley Fritz. I'm here with Jackie Cohen and, of course, Alyssa Fuchs. Lena Hill is at a family reunion, the Hill family reunion. And more than likely, you can find the whole thing being live streamed uh, on all of her accounts. More than like you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even accounts that don't have live stream. And let's ju- we'll just hope that somebody named Barbecue Becky doesn't show up to the <laughs> Hill family reunion <laughs> oh, and start catcalling. No. Well, no, it looks like they're having a good time. I know they had a talent show last night. Oh and you God. can watch the I whole thing on Instagram. <laughs> you know what part. I bet you you will not find at the Hill family reunion? What? Potato salad with raisins. With raisins oh in God. it, no, I know. That family's too black. So, guys, before we walked away from to go on a break, we talked about whether America was losing power and how it impacts regular people. We have some comments here from Quenda Tiny yeah. TV. So, first of all, she says Trump is a child and shows it. Then she goes, I feel like he wants it to go into war because war boosts the economy. War boosts the economy when you raise taxes. When Bush went to war in 2003 against Iraq, that was an the argument they made. But then they cut taxes twice and our economy tanked. So... Not necessarily. World War II, the, the economy improved because they raised taxes on the rich specifically. But, and also we made all the things, the U.S., like there was a lot of industry back right. then making the war machine run, which does not happen today because we have so many private contractors. But that's yeah. another show. But I also think that there are, to like a Republican or sort of like dictator mindset, there are benefits uh, beyond just improving the economy to well, going them. into war for them, right? That it makes people sort of more like compliant with what they're doing. It makes people afraid. It makes people fearful. It makes people want to vote for, you know, out of this like f- place of fear to protect themselves and makes them fall more in line with what the agenda of the administration is. Speaking of the agenda of the administration, so we were talking about this a little bit when we were on break. Alyssa brought this up. Do we need to be a superpower? And I'm going to pretty much just say what Alyssa said and let us argue this. While America has been a superpower, we invaded Haiti in 1915, took $500,000 from their bank for safekeeping, then gave it to Citibank. We, we assassinated leaders in multiple countries. The reason South America is so unstable and so many people are, quote unquote, coming over here is because we keep on putting in military governments that push the drug cartel and therefore push poor people out. We have done a lot of damage in this world. Are we really good to be superpowers? What do you think? I mean, look, <laughs> no, <laughs> um, no, you know, <laughs> uh, no, but, you know, right. Yeah. I mean, look, we, America has 
since we have become an imperialist country, um, since we have risen to power, you know, really uh, in the end of World War One and then following World War Two, America has done a lot of bad things. As you point out, we have destabilized South America. We have also destabilized the Middle East. We have destabilized Afghanistan. Every place that the U.S. has gotten involved has led to a situation that is not good. And that obviously has led to people coming to our borders seeking refugee status here in America most of the time because we destabilize these areas areas of the world where these people live. Um, so there is a lot of bad things that we have done. But at the same time, there are some good things that we have done in terms of like the Marshall Plan, like helping to rebuild Europe after World War II, helping to join with countries like France, like England, to prevent the rise of Russia, to make sure that, you know, the Soviet Union fell and that, um, you know, and that could be debated, too, whether yeah. the spread of communism was actually a bad thing. But again, that's another show because there's so many branches to this conversation that could be full segments in themselves. And so I do think it's important that America maintain its standing in the world simply because we do not want Putin to be the person who has the number one standing in the world because we do not want Putin and Russia to be dictating the agenda for the world. But at the same time, um, do I think that we have used our power smartly? No, I don't. I think in a lot of situations we have used our power for no, t you know, malevolent means. And that yeah. has led to pretty bad situations that we should hold ourselves accountable for. If you guys want to call in with a question or a comment, our phone number is 212-650-6903. Again, that is 212-650-6903. If you're on Facebook Live, leave comments. We will definitely get to you. Don, L-I-C-U, and we'll get you in a second. How are you doing, Darren Mack? Jackie, I know you had words. No, I just think that's a really interesting point to pay attention to, that, like, I think... Of course, we have caused so much damage across the world and and, you know, don't want to pay for the repercussions of that damage. Right. Yeah. That we've caused ever. in the heart ever. Right. And we just keep plowing forward and it sort of snowballs. But at the same time, it is interesting to think about, well, if we, you know, like if not us who. Right. And mm -hmm. and how and why and what would what would happen and I don't I don't know the answer to that that's very white manish of you yeah. <laughs> no I, 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 don't mean that, I don't mean that I say it's you but that yeah. is pretty much the white man philosophy I have it has to be me because if not who right Negro no I think that's a that's an Im interesting point right like we as it's sort of like the ethos of our country that like we are the best and you know we're a country like led by white men so that yeah. makes total sense you know well we are the best equipped to to handle this but I do wonder like if if it wasn't us who would it be and what would what, what would that, that look mean like? for us? Yeah, yeah what would it mean for us? Because let me tell you something. We're not going to fall easy. It's not yeah. going to be a, a graceful descent. It's going to be rough. And so, you know, what does that mean for us? Better start yeah. brushing up on your Russian. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe... No, South Africa does not stay a, an apartheid state for 50 plus years. Maybe Israel's not an apartheid state as it is but, now. But do you think that that's true? I don't know. Probably not. I think like this. I think that like money... Capitalism is a root of all evil, and, and racism and sexism feeds all of those things, and those don't go away without America as a superpower. Yes, America has led the league in all those things for a while, but it's not a problem that we just have here. Right, so, but that's uh, what I'm saying. It's not a problem that we just have here. And so while like we certainly do a great job perpetuating those ills uh, across the world, um, I, I don't think that if it's just our descent from this number one spot um that yeah. brings along like peace and and goodness across the world i think that there are plenty of other 
bad actors that are willing to take take the lead there. Yeah, right. I, I mean, look, that. we have to take a moral accounting of the things that America has done in our name, uh, and those of which have been bad, and those of which have been good. And far uh, too often, we find that the bad things that America has done in our name outweigh the good things. That's not to say that some of the good things that America has done aren't actually really good. Um, but at the same time, again, like you look at somebody like Vladimir Putin and you look at a country like Russia where literally you could be jailed for being gay. You're not even allowed to speak about or being a reporter or being a reporter or speak about homosexuality. And, you know, for all of this, Trump may denigrate the news media and that's horrible. And we've talked about that at length. And Trump may not support Pride Month and light the White House up in the rainbow. And Trump may uh, appoint very problematic people to the Supreme Court that it looks like they're going to strip away their rights. But it doesn't happen in the way that it happens in Russia and there are still hopefully yet, theory, yet um, checks and balances to prevent that kind of thing and we yes we allow many many human rights abuses as we see in the situation that's going on the border right now um, but you know at the same time there, there has to be a balance and so that's sort of I guess what I'm getting at there's like there's this push pull and you know it's not just a black and white situation you're right about that I want to read a comment from Emanuela DeSantis before I give you guys a second to give mm-hmm. your closing statements um, in response to like the push pull of America let's talk about the pull some I believe that's the, that stealth of knowledge stolen from the species of human race which reflects the soil of the earth has not been acknowledged it's true We've taken, we've stolen a lot. We've we've destroyed a lot. We've murdered a lot, and we have not chosen to be held accountable for it. And we will probably burn this world to ashes before we allow. Part, pardon me. White people will burn this world to ashes before they take accountability for it. You know, that's just me being petty. But folks, we are running out of time. I'd love to hear some closing statements, Jackie. I know you were next to speak up, so I'd like to hear your final thoughts of like, where do we go from here? Yeah, I mean, I think that you are the company you keep, right? And I think as a nation, we have to pay attention to what. Com- company are we keeping and are we you know honoring our friendships and our good relationships or are we looking to get uh, in line with another you know potential superpower one that throws people in prison for being gay and jails reporters and uh, you know and already we're seeing sort of the groundwork being laid there and it it's it's sad to me that we are, you know, NATO was founded as a way to protect ourselves from this, to, to right. keep this exact thing from, from happening. And now you have the president of the United States, you know, admonishing NATO during the summit and then going and hanging out with, with Vladimir Putin, right? And so I think that it's it's a little bit scary to think about, like, how, you know, like where we've come since the late 40s, mid 50s. And, you know, I think as... As is true with anybody, you are the company you keep, you know, your friends are a reflection of who you are and your moral values. I mean, look, while we're on the subject of idioms, we if we do not learn from the past, we are bound to repeat it. And going straight from Jackie's point about the creation of NATO and why it was created, if we do not learn from the past with respect to what happened uh, in World War One, in World War Two. If we don't learn from that, we will repeat it. And we were already seeing the seeds of that repetition being sowed right now. So we have the opportunity to nip that in the bud before it gets so bad. But that is only going to happen if we remember who our friends are and we remember who our enemies are. And for us here who are sitting here thinking like, well, what can I do? Because I'm not at the summit, you know, like I don't get invited to those fancy events. Um, What can I do as somebody who lives in New York City? Vote. 
You can go out there and vote. You can support progressive candidates at the lower levels. We have an election coming up in 2018 this year in November where you have the opportunity to vote for congressional candidates that are going to help to shape the agenda. Even though the president election is not until 2020, who is in Congress in 2018 is going to determine a lot of things are, are going to happen. It is going to determine whether or not Donald Trump can continue to just get everything done he wants to do, presumably because Republicans roll over for him, or whether there are more Democrats in Congress that are able to block his agenda. It is going to determine what happens in 2020 and beyond. Um, and so if you're sitting here right now thinking like, what does NATO have anything to do with me? NATO has a lot to do with you, number one. And even if you can't do anything about it directly, you can be out there in the streets talking to people, getting them out there to vote, helping people sign petitions, although petitioning just ended uh, in New York, but in other states. There are so many things you can be doing on the ground to have an impact on our political discourse and conversation, even if you cannot impact directly what is happening in London right now. So, guys, we have to come to the end of the conversation. And, you know, there's not really much that I can tell you that you don't already know. But I'll say this. And I, it's coming from a comment from Emmanuel. Um, and he says, pardon me one second. He says, we need to be conscious about our decisions as humans. All the progressive policies which exist now are in limbo. And what that means for America is we have a huge laundry list of horrible things that we've done. But we, we've also been innovative. We've also changed the way that people live in a positive way. We've also been a space where opportunity was available. And now we are destroying that on our own soil and undermining our existence in other places. None of us in this room or even those of us watching on Facebook Live or on podcasts or on FM have access to Donald Trump. We cannot change his mindset. We cannot change a Republican's mindset because, you know, they're just more interested in money and power. But what we can do is really watch how we behave and how we treat other people. The behavior of Donald Trump, the behavior of Republicans who have let this happen, the behavior of Democrats who have no backbone so we can't support them because they're trash, that happens because we've created a culture and, and allowed it to fester so that people think that nothing matters but themselves. And when you enter into a space where nothing matters but yourself, you'll be doing nothing but building a world full of matches that you will watch burn slowly. And when you're suffocating, you won't understand what's happening because there will be no one there to help you. Right now, we are very close to watching it all burn down. It doesn't have to be that way, though. So with that being said, folks, we do have to go on a break. The break lasts for a week, so we'll see you next week. <laughs> um, if Bye. you enjoyed this show, thank you. And if you watched the show the whole time, even with some of the technical difficulties, thank you even more. You can always find us on podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts from. If you want to give us some money, I'm happy to take that money. Patreon.com slash Be Heard Radio. Or look and out for the new Stanley Fritz. Make Stanley Fritz a billionaire. Yes, yes, Go fund yes. me. I'm with all of that. Next up is Greg with the Underdog Show. You should definitely check that out. I'm going to share a link to his show on my own personal page and I'll probably put the link in the chat for you guys thanks again everyone for listening um, Alyssa say some words so I can go to a song um, this is Let Your Voice Be Heard Radio and we'll be back next Sunday perfect we're out of here bye